Dan's Drive-In Double Feature presents The Last Slumber Party Minute, a minute-by-minute podcast covering Steven Tyler's The Last Slumber Party, copyright 1988. Your host, Daniel R. Budnick. You can call him Dan. Now, listen to this. Episode 69, No Giggling, Minute 69. It's Dan, everybody. All right, looks like the killer is inside the house and looks like Chris and Janet are trying to get inside the house. We'll see, do they get inside the house? Is the killer still inside the house? What's going on? We only have three minutes left. Hopefully something will happen. I think it will. Here we go. Mom, are you out here? know how much I love Chris, right? Right? Okay. But um, Linda is such an annoying moment. It's, it's, and it's sort of like, oh, Chris, don't, don't, please don't. Uh, ooh, wow. That's a little rough. So, so this, this, uh, uh, this minute is four shots. The same, same shot we ended with previously. The camera is sort of to the right of the front door looking at Chris and Linda and Chris looks up towards uh, Chris and Tracy Chris looks towards the window yelling Linda oh god and Tracy kind of looks around and then they both look at the door and then Tracy tries the doorknob it's open they walk inside hey shrug and walk inside I guess they're allowed in they're not like vampires they were they were um, well so Okay, here's the thing. So vampires. So so here's the thing. Chris and, and and Tracy. We know they've been they've been invited over. So they know Linda's there. Uh, when they when Linda doesn't come down, they open the door and they go in. Okay, that's fine. But like a vampire, if I say something to a vampire, like, and I don't know they're a vampire, but I say, um, uh, you know, hey, uh, Vlad, do you want to uh, come on over and watch? Um, my new horror party beach blu-ray does that date me for when i'm recording this and he says yes i do uh are you inviting me and i said yeah yeah come on over around eight o'clock all right i'll be there and so at eight o'clock he shows up and 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 he goes to the door but maybe you've like fallen asleep or or you had to run out or something and you 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 texted him or you emailed or something and he missed it if the door is open can he still get in because technically you've invited him, or do you actually have to open the door and say enter? I always thought that was a bit of an interesting vampire mythology, but I, I wanted to, like enter. But then of course sometimes he can come in through windows at gals, so that doesn't fully hold. I guess you play around 
with your vampire mythology, you know. But yeah, I wonder if anyone knows how that works, you know, or or like um or like if I get a text from Vlad saying, "Where are you, man? I'm at your front door." Oh, sorry, dude. I'm a little. Where are you, man? I'm at your front door. Um, oh, sorry, sorry, dude. I'm a little bit. This is why I talk. Sorry, dude. Uh, I'm going to be a little bit late. Um, uh, the front door's open. You can go in. You're inviting me in. Yeah, man. Go, go on in. Stop, stop being weird. Uh, um, you know, there's some beers in the fridge. All right, I'm going in. Can you invite a vampire into your home via text or email, you know, or even fax? Can uh, a fax be sent to a vampire to invite him into your home? These are questions that must be answered. So, I'm sorry. So, the first shot is that. They go inside. The second shot is is the killer and Linda, and they're in a grainy filmic area. In fact, the next shot is grainy and filmic, too. And the killer has his hand clamped over Linda's mouth, and he's got the scalpel out, and they're kind of move, moving um, across the frame. The, the, um, the, 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 uh, yeah, from one side of the frame to the other. And it's funny, I always thought that they were in, like, the living room area. But I think it's meant to be that it's in... I think it's meant to be that she, they're in Linda's room, I think, because the next shot is Chris and Tracy coming up the steps, walking towards Linda's room. And then the last shot is that shot we've seen several times before of the killer holding the scalpel up in front of the camera and moving slowly towards us in the kitchen. But I believe this is meant to be Linda's room. I, but but I think that's what it is. is isn't it that, that he's in Linda's room, maybe killing Linda, and the two gals are going to go in and he's going to kill them. That, that seems to be the implication to me, rather than he was in the, um, the living room area. Uh, because they're, they're sort of, they pass in front of a window, and, and I, I feel like they would have... I, I, I'd like to know, because this isn't the dream. Everything that happened uh, from Chris falling asleep, Chris laying back in that bed, to Chris waking up, that can all be justified as it's a dream. But this is not meant to be a dream within a dream. No, this is not meant to be a dream. This is meant to be what is actually happening. And so the killer got in. I mean, that does kind of... It, 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 it works except for one thing. The killer goes in. Oh, I get... I, I, hmm. the, the thing that, that shoots in in the foot is that, I, I was going to say, the killer goes in, goes to Linda's room, hides there. Linda goes into her room and he grabs her. The thing that shoots that in the foot is, how the heck does he know where her room is? And wouldn't Linda, you know, Chris and Tracy are outside, they're yelling. You know, she probably can see them through the window in the door. You know, um, uh, she can see them on the, the glass on the side of the doors. So why doesn't Linda, and how does Linda get past them when Tracy is staring at the door up to her room? I'm so, And because if it's in the living room, there's got to be a moment where she makes a noise or something. And those win that window is open. So if it's in the living room, that doesn't make sense because they're sort of right there and the window's open, so you think they'd hear something? And you think maybe they'd see something as they were walking in. But if it's Linda's bedroom, that doesn't make any sense because then that means that either the killer knew where Linda's bedroom was, but it doesn't make any sense. However, having said that, what do we make... Oh, crap, I got another thing. I got to talk about this. Maybe talk about this in the next um, next minute when we're just going to have credits. Spoiler. Um what do we make of no 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 that's for the next minute sorry um so or or 
Linda walked in the house, the killer grabbed her and took her and said, go to your, let's go to your, we need to go to your room. I'm trying not to make that sound horrid. Let's go to your room. And they go up to her room. He knows that her friends are there. And that would make the most sense. That would make the most sense, except for the fact that there's the glass on the side of the thing, and you could see Billy hanging there earlier on. And, and I, I think like if Tracy was looking, maybe there's another set of steps, uh, maybe like a family-style set of steps in the kitchen. No, there aren't. Maybe there's a back set of steps or something like that. But Because the way it could only work out logically is if she's walking towards the front door, he grabs her and says, let's go to your room. And he takes her up there, um, and then. But then he wouldn't know that the. Maybe he unlocks the door. Maybe as he they're passing the door, he unlocks the door, and Tracy and Crystal say, "I'm trying to justify what's going on. I don't even know that the killer is in the bedroom. I think he is, though, because it looks like the same space that they were in earlier when she answered her phone. So I'm gonna leave that hanging there, right, real quick, and I'm gonna say that freeze frame after that wonderful scream. I don't know who did that scream, but that was a good one. And then we get the credits as first strike. Oh, so good. First strike returns with a little bit of the movie's theme, Just a Nightmare, which is perfect. I mean, shouldn't that have been a giveaway at the beginning that most of this movie was just a nightmare, although a very very long night. I mean, I have dreams that seem like they go on for a while, but this one is a lollapalooza. But let's, before we wrap up this minute, let us read the credits. We got Chris Jan Jensen, Tracy Nancy Meyer, Linda, Linda, Joanne Whitley, Tommy Danny David, Billy Lance Descores, Scott, oh poor Scott, Paul Ammond, and the minute ends with Dr. Sickler, David Whitley, Science. Uh, David Whitley. Wait a minute. So, so David Whitley and jo- Joanne Whitley. So that was, I imagine, um, father and daughter. So Linda and um, Doctor Sickler were father and daughter. And Linda's a better actor than her dad. Although Doctor Sickler is charming as hell. Let's admit it. <laughs> ah, this. <laughs> 